Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. From AccuWeather.com, this is Everything Under the Sun. It's our weekly podcast featuring in-depth interviews with experts from AccuWeather and from around the world. Bringing you behind-the-scenes information, stories, and news on the weather, climate change, and the outdoors. Covering topics from the worlds of science, sports, and space. It's all the information you need to weatherproof your life. And now, here's the host of Everything Under the Sun, AccuWeather meteorologist, Dean DeVore. Friends, welcome in Episode 11 as spring wears on here in 2022, and what a wild weather week it has been. My friend John Porter will be by at the end of the podcast to talk about the amazing heat that we've seen in the middle of the country, the stubborn and unsettled weather in the Northeast, and the devastating wildfire situation out West. And we'll talk about what the weather looks like for the upcoming weekend and week beyond. But up first in our first Race of Focus segment, it's a really an honor and a pleasure to be able to tell you about a new tool to get you ready for weather that could impact you in a big way. We help you weatherproof your life even more with the unveiling of Premium Plus on our AccuWeather app. That's coming up. Friends, sit back and relax. It's time to talk about everything under the sun from AccuWeather.com. Your phone probably goes off with government-generated weather alerts, uh, maybe sometimes when you're least expecting it in the middle of a conversation or a crowded room when uh, it's uh, certainly life-saving information. But what about uh, those times when you're really wondering what all that means? And could those weather alerts be for things that are not just for bad weather? Could they be for good? And they could they be for giving you some heads up on things even farther in advance than the immediate problems ahead of you? That's kind of the vision of what AccuWeather Premium Plus is going to become and we're going to talk now about the service, which is just rolling out here in the last week or so from AccuWeather and AccuWeather.com on our great AccuWeather app on both the Apple and Android side. Let's welcome into Everything Under the Sun, the Senior Director of Flagship Products at AccuWeather, Matthew Vitebski, and Brad Tyson, who's Director of Product uh, Situation for our core weather systems here at AccuWeather. We welcome Matt and Brad into Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Matt and Brad, great to have you with us here on Everything Under the Sun for some exciting news about services and improvements to our AccuWeather products. We're always happy to highlight those. And uh, the word is premium plus. And so let's talk about what that means as an overarching concept to a new service that we're adding here from AccuWeather. Yeah, thank you, Dean. Um, so we're really excited. Uh, we recently this month just launched Premium Plus. It's a new subscription tier on the AccuWeather apps available on iOS and Android. Um, currently, we have a free offering, which will remain free to all users, um, a premium offering, which removes the ads for users, and now this new subscription tier, Premium Plus, um, that's launching with AccuWeather, alert, AccuWeather Alerts. Um, so Brad can uh, talk a little bit about what the benefit is of AccuWeather Alerts, but we're really excited to get this new product out to our users. 
Well, let, let's just break that down a little bit. So again, if I get the AccuWeather app, whether it's on Apple or Android, I can go just normal, which is ad supported. The premium level is removing those ads. And then as you're saying, premium plus is going to be a, a second option, which adds more information. And the first part of that information, Brad, is severe weather alerts that could save people's lives and protect their property, right? That's that's absolutely correct. Um, we call these alerts AccuWeather alerts. Um, and it's really um, a game-changing premium product, uh, really a first of its kind in the industry. Um, and it's designed to leverage all the great work that our storm warning meteorologists do um, for our AccuWeather for Business um, uh, side of the house. Uh, a lot of folks may not realize that we have a whole other entity beyond consumer that um, really does forecasting for businesses. And we're taking that great work that they've been monitoring that those storm warning meteorologists are doing for businesses, and we're taking that to the consumer. Um, and uh, with launch, we'll be focused on several different types of alerts. We've built out this really, a, it's a revolutionary framework. People may be familiar with uh, government alerts. And these alerts are really designed to extend and complement those alerts. I mean, you'd be here watches, warnings, advisories. With AccuWeather, we've kind of taken a critical look at that and taken a step back and looked at different types, such as uh, potential, which is usually issued and given to folks um, several days in advance, that when we believe there might be a severe weather outbreak, a threat when we believe that their confidence has grown and we want to provide additional specificity around areas that that severe weather event might occur, and then imminent when we believe that there is a reason to take action because we've either identified a, a severe weather um, situation or about to occur. And uh, we do this for tornadoes, for hurricanes, flash flooding, high winds, snow, ice, and uh, snow and ice situations. Like I said, it's, it's a, a revolutionary new framework that is, is, is really, really excited to kind of bring this out to the market. In the current framework for the warnings and advisories that come out from the National Weather Service, there, there's some strict timetables. I mean, you would never get an alert about a thunderstorm situation from the National Weather Service three or four days out. But what right. we're trying to do here at AccuWeather is get people in tune with the weather even before it's hitting the fan. And that's such an important thing because as I'm going, we're all living our lives two, three, four days in advance. I got this coming. I got that. I got a vacation. Oh, now, wait, I need to worry. I'm going to be playing a softball game on Saturday. And I just got an alert that AccuWeather is talking about the potential for severe weather. That can be a, a good a piece of information for you as the softball player, or if you're running the tournament that weekend, you know, that's critical information for you and the people in that area to make sure that they have the information ahead of time to be ready. And then we kind of keep ramping that up, I would assume, as we go through the period where we're telling people that's uh, it's even more of a threat now. And it's that's right. right now, this is where we're at and boom, you need to take action. So it's kind of a step up that doesn't conform to traditional timing, it's expanding it and making it better. Is that a good way to look at it? That's absolutely correct. I mean, you know, again, it's it's this ability to give um, our consumers 
uh, our users of our app and our and, and our and our products the ability to know that there is a severe weather event that may unfold in the coming days um, to really give folks an opportunity to prepare and that pre that preparation may be um, buying additional bottles of water because there's a you know a, um, a hurricane that's coming or it could be um, as benign as changing their instead of having a Sunday picnic outside we're um, <laughs> changing their changing their plans on, on that front so you're absolutely correct you that's, that's that's really what we're we're hoping to do is give that advanced preparation one yep. of the key differentiators that I see is um, personally as someone who's worked in weather for a few years sometimes the National Weather Service uh, warnings can be a little confusing they're very text heavy and you don't really know what area they cover um, a lot of things that um, echo alert solves is really kind of I don't want to say simple messaging, but really clear and concise messaging on contextualize, yeah. right? Contextualizing Absolutely. it, making it, and that's that's been a hallmark of AccuWeather. I've been here 25 years. I've been using AccuWeather. Of how old am I? 55 now, 56. So I've been using the AccuWeather product that long. Um, there's always been a, a, a ability for AccuWeather meteorologists and our products to contextualize and give kind of an overall. Um, meaning to this, not just the the numbers, because, you know, to the average person, they don't know the difference necessarily between a 40 mile per hour gust and a 60 mile per hour gust. But we know that if we tell people we're going to have strong wind gusts up to 60 miles per hour that could blow your trees down and cause power outages, that gives context to the numbers and the actual forecast, which is really important to people on the ground using this information. Yeah, and I think one of the goals is to really kind of create actionable insights from these alerts so people actually know what to do, what to expect, how to react to the different weather um, events that may be coming their way. And that's, you know, I think we're accomplishing that. We're going to continue growing on that and make it, like you said, more contextual and uh, more relatable to people's lives. We're talking with Matt Vitebski and Brad Tyson from AccuWeather as we look at this new exciting product called Premium Plus. And I guess the exciting thing is this is kind of just the beginning, right, of this idea as we look at it going ahead. The Premium Plus product is going to not only have these individualized alerts, but also the look ahead is to try to get more and more information in our app to people to help them. And in this service, giving them even more detailed and more uh, relatable information. So what are some of the other things that we hope to add going forward to Premium Plus as we go along? Yeah, there's a lot of things we're looking at. But like you said, um, it doesn't just stop at AccuWeather Alerts. We want to make this one of the most comprehensive and full premium packages in the weather space. Um, so any way that we can simplify the, the consumption of weather data, whether that be through different charting and visualizations to make it easier to understand, um, more clear messaging, um, different ways to access uh, weather on your phone like widgets or you know enhanced notifications even past AccuWeather Alerts. Um, we're looking at a whole slew of new features that will come at the same price point that currently um, Premium Plus is at. Uh, so, you know, if you subscribe now, you'll be getting new goodies throughout the year and, you know, for the foreseeable future. <laughs> uh, when we look at this, Brad, are, are we uh, thinking that uh, this is more about dangerous, extraordinary weather, or could we be alerting people for really nice and beautiful weather? Absolutely. You don't want every time you get an alert on your phone to be, uh, you know, gloom and doom run to the basement, um, for sure. And as we think about alerts going forward, we start to think more about like lifestyle alerts or the fact that it has been really crummy in a particular area for quite some time. And the weekend's going to be beautiful, giving you a heads up, the tap on the shoulder to say, hey, 
you know, it's a great weekend to head to the beach. Um, so absolutely, we want to look at how these alerts, these notifications can really enrich people's lives and just provide that tap uh, to say, hey, uh, heads up, you know, either, you know, it's going to be a, a beautiful weekend, the air quality is going to be awesome, the air quality may not be so awesome, or it's a bad pollen day. But we really, you know, we, we want to kind of I use these alerts, these notifications to to enrich um, our users. Uh, yeah, lives. it's really they, exciting too because with our our Plume Labs uh, new partnership yeah. that we've had, we've got all this new data, and you know we know that our founder and CEO, Dr. Joel Myers, and so many other people in this company really believe that air quality is the the future of the way people will think about weather, not only the the sentient weather, but how it affects their their breathing and their health mm-hmm. and obviously with COVID. So yeah, Matt, that's got to be real exciting stuff here as we go forward. We have so many tools in the toolbox to use to try to get that information to people. Yeah, absolutely. And we also want this to be um, kind of a two-way dialogue. So have users inform us what's important to them and let us be you know, able to actually give them whether it's notifications or you know, different information in the app that's relevant to their lives rather than just kind of us sending off notifications based on the weather. But what actually is meaningful to a user's life? Are you, do you have stuff from allergies or migraines? Um, are you, you know, really sensitive to air quality? So how can we have a better kind of one-to-one relationship with our users when we deliver these features is, you know, a little bit down the line, but that's the way direction we're going. Right. Down the line, maybe even like picking a, a subset of things that you do or things that you have issues with. I have allergies uh, in the spring. My allergies are terrible. Or in the fall, my allergies are worse. And and then you can maybe set the parameters, I guess, in the future is the things we're looking at in terms of controlling those alerts to make it weatherproofing your life, right? Not everybody's life necessarily, but your life. Relevant to you. Right. That's that's what really yep. is, is, is the the power here. Uh, you may be into gardening and be interested when it's going to be near freezing uh, more so than the, the average person on the street because you want to take the sensitive plants inside. Being able to understand the user, I think, is, is, is really powerful and um, will really help to, to, to sculpt uh, and particularly the alerts and the notification side going forward. My hydrangeas could have used some alerts a couple of weeks ago here in State <laughs> College because it, it got cold. Um, you know, these kinds of alerts, uh, we we really take those seriously. And you're right. I think those of uh, people that follow along to everything under the sun, we know the AccuWeather for Business situation. John has been here many times. Uh, John Porter, our chief mm forecaster and and the person who really uh has been in charge of that over the years and and so i i think that the we have so many great tools here in this company in terms of people that are focused on the most extreme and severe weather and then people that are focused on communicating general weather trends and issues and so that's what makes this all exciting is we figure out the ways to get it and and i think that's the challenge isn't it gentlemen every day trying to figure out how people are accessing the weather. It's different than it was certainly five years ago. It's some ways can be different from five days ago. Everybody has a new thing that they pick up and they like. And so these are the fun things that we have, but there are challenges too. And trying to make sure that we're kind of hitting the right notes with all this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as, as Matt said, one of the, one of the key bits with, um, 
with our accurate alerts is really trying to be clear and concise with our language. Language is extremely important and it's ever evolving as, as you were saying. And um, the way that folks interact with weather data has changed significantly and will continue to change. You know, as we move beyond the device in our pocket to the devices that are more ubiquitous with respect to personal assistance, right? Um, being able to interact with the weather data is something that, you know, at, at AccuWeather, we have unique expertise in that, that level of communication and understanding. So really excited about the future. I mean, I'm, I'm getting, wearing my alerts hat right now, but I think there's a lot of exciting opportunities in this space um, going forward. So what do I need to do if I'm excited about this opportunity and I want to get involved? How do I do that? Is the app, uh, the new premium, is it a different premium plus app or is it a sign up within the initial it's, AccuWeather app? It's the same app. So you can use it for free or there's a couple of touch points within the app um, where you can upgrade to the premium plus. There's a button uh, on the top right that says get premium plus and click that. Um, it'll give you kind of the value proposition and allow you to sign up. Or if you click into the hamburger menu, there's an Upgrade Now button um, that you can also kind of follow the same path and upgrade to Premium the Plus. hamburger menu, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, down that's the, the official term. with that little stack thing that looks the, like a, a big uh, that's exactly it. hamburger. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's also um, lunchtime, so. That's all right. I, I, I totally understand. Um, just a uh, little start with you. Uh, Brad, a couple of thoughts, finally, uh, in terms of uh, maybe some other things that are exciting you about this and, and going forward and, and what's been exciting to to conquer here as we've gone uh, to get this out to our customers and our consumers. Well, for, for me personally, it's been um, uh, about a year of working on this and, and bringing it to the market. So it's, it's really exciting to see it um, live out there in the wild, so to speak. Um, knowing that we're uh, really making an impact on people's lives. And again, you know, I think that there's a, a lot of opportunity to help our, our users prepare for inclement weather, um, understand through clear and concise messaging um, what kind of actions they may need to take in, in, the, in the run up to an, an event. And I think that, again, um, there's, it's, it's not designed to replace government alerts. They're really meant to help extend and provide better clarity on what we believe the weather situation will be for um, impacted users. So I think it's, 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 a, it's a really great opportunity to um, support one of our, our tenants here at uh, AccuWeather, you know, uh, helping to save um, life and property and um, really excited to see it out there. So. I, th I think the other thing that's exciting and it gives us the opportunity to be a phrase that we use a lot, hyper-local. So we're a government, 100%, yep. a government alert is a really broad area. Um, but a lot of times if you warn a county, it may be one tenth of 1% of that county that may be yep. getting that situation and AccuWeather based on your location, knowing at where your phone is, it can get really down to ground level. Uh, so yeah, that's gotta be exciting Matt, to point. be able in that and right uh, to, to, to do that and, and to get people that help they need. And so, yeah, I've got a severe thunderstorm warning, but I don't see anything. It's blue skies. So, uh, but, Oh, I got an AccuWeather alert that says uh, this is going to happen. It can give them that context. I think, I think you nailed it perfectly. Um, and Brad covered AccuWeather alerts really well, but I'm also excited um, hopefully to delight the user over the coming months with new features um, within Premium Plus for those who have subscribed. Um, Echo Alerts is amazing, but we want to continue to build out the package 
Um, so like we talked about earlier, not just doom and gloom, but general um, better access to information, better contextualization, and you know, just great visualizations, widgets, notifications coming soon. Well, Matt Vitebsky and Brad Tyson, I think then we need to make a date and talk in about three months and see where we are with this and uh, some of the other things that are coming down the pike. How about we do that? Absolutely. Right. Excited to do that. I'll bring Thanks the hamburgers. Ch- Sounds bring good. Hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Thanks for being right. with us Thank on Everything Under the Sun. Yes. Thank you. If you haven't downloaded the AccuWeather app, why not? Now you've got even more reason to try it out. Of course, the three different levels of service that we talked about. Make sure that you download it from the Google Play Store for your Android device or the App Store for your Apple device. Uh, amazing content in the your hands. You can go either hourly, daily, get the all the information, all the uh, videos, all the news stories. It's right at your fingertips in your AccuWeather app. Friends, standing by is our Senior Vice President, our Chief Meteorologist John Porter to talk about this subject again a little bit and take a look at the weather for the upcoming weekend and week beyond. This is Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Stay up to date on the latest weather conditions with the AccuWeather app. And if you want hyper-local alerts down to your neighborhood or street address, upgrade to Premium Plus to unlock AccuWeather alerts. Enhance your safety today with Premium Plus. Welcome back to Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com, episode 11 of our spring series for 2022, where we're unveiling our exciting new product, part of our AccuWeather app called Premium Plus. And I'm really pleased to welcome our Senior Vice President for Weather Content and our Forecast Operations and Chief Meteorologist, Jonathan Porter, who was referenced in that previous segment. And uh, John, I know before we get into what a crazy weather week this has been as we switches uh, all over the place in the country. But I know being, you know, the former head of AccuWeather for Business in terms of that's really was your primary focus. And then, you know, now that all that you do, uh, this is an exciting thing for you for as I kind of framed it, AccuWeather, who's always been able to give you context, context and um, value to the information that you see in terms of differentiating from just raw numbers and things and telling you how that actual forecast is going to impact you. This is a way to get that kind of information to people who need it either immediately or for future events as we get into the future with all the things that we're going to add. It's an exciting time at AccuWeather.com to add this new service. It sure is, Dean, and I'm very proud of our team for this, uh, really, this innovation in weather risk communication, and uh, it's going to benefit our users in many ways in terms of streamlining the communication around uh, major weather events, providing greater advance notice when possible, giving you a heads up about things like a tornado risk or the risk for flash flooding as far in advance as possible so you can check back in with the AccuWeather app more frequently and have greater awareness of a potential risk. And then as you get closer to an event, uh, letting you know with greater time specificity and uh, greater information about when the threat will actually exist in your community. And then as a threat occurs, there are times when we can provide greater advance notice than any other source. And AccuWeather has lots of expertise in providing pinpoint tornado uh, forecasting and alerting as well as that for high winds and, and uh, flash flooding and a wide variety of other natural hazards. So these services will uh, provide a, another great way to complement and extend the government weather warnings that AccuWeather has always had within our 
uh, products and services. And of course, Dean, as you know, we deliver those government warnings faster than any other source. We've really invested in the technology and the capability to deliver those alerts as accurately and as quickly as possible. You know, I'm on the, well, you know, I'm on seven radio stations in the morning. And it's (laughs) funny because the way that we see things and get information, you know, I have three or four different backups, but uh, there are 99.99995.7% of the time, the AccuWeather app is giving me the, the, the information before I get it from somewhere else. And yep. it's, uh, yep. it is, it is extremely amazing. And, and I know you're proud of that as well. And talk about extraordinary weather, John, this, this has been, um, you know, quite an amazing thing, especially when you kind of do a rewind in your mind about <laughs> where we were this time last week. And we had one of the uh, worst, you know, we, we seem to be getting these every year or so. We have a really terrible either early or late spring or early summer weekend. And and last weekend was was it for a lot of folks in the mid-Atlantic in the Northeast, two, three inches of rain, chilly temperatures. I got a pretty bad cold because of it. It just, uh, I think it knocked it. And then, you know, then warm air just that had been dammed up in the Southwest, surging into the middle of the country, giving those folks, one of the earliest uh, long heat waves uh, and, you know, some of these cities and, and towns have uh, get, gotten to 90 degrees sooner than they've ever done in their records and stuff. So incredible warmth there. And then the continuation of the problems we've been seeing out west with just uh, devastating and tragic and horrendous and huge wildfires, one that's as big as pretty much what two thirds or most of New York city. Right. Uh, when right. you look at it, um, a crazy week. Uh, it was, that's a great, that's a great way to describe it. A crazy week of weather. And, uh, what, what I think uh, stands out is, as you mentioned, the heat, and that was really a summer like pattern oh, in the yeah, middle, it it, you know, in the, in the early to mid part of May here, and, and, and we were using some of our traditional forecasting techniques for the heart of summer. That is watching those ridge riders, those complexes of thunderstorms that can, uh, that will run along the periphery of a big heat dome. Yep. That's the setup we had in the central part of the United States that led to the severe weather across West Texas and uh, surrounding States. And then multiple rounds across the upper Midwest as those disturbances uh, rode the periphery of that big ridge and underneath the ridge, Dean, not only was it hot with over 200 daily temperature records, either set or in jeopardy of being reset for 2022. Amazing. But not only that, it was humid. Yeah. This was not a dry heat. No, 70 degree dew points in St. Louis. They were, they were sweating it out. I mean, that's early, you know, it was so crazy, uh, couple of days ago from when we dropped this on Friday. So it would have been on Wednesday, you know, 90 degrees at O'Hare, that warm air even got to the lakefront and there was this fog over the lake. So there was this haze over the lake and then just inland from the lake, it was like 90 degrees. And then that lake breeze started to come in and fire off some showers and thunderstorms. I mean, you don't take this August, September or late July, August air and put it over of May waters of the Great Lakes that are chilly and not have some weird effects. So, yeah, just everything. And then and then, you know, we didn't even talk about the system along the East Coast, which was just churning a lot of wind and a lot of problems at the beaches at times. And then 
really making cloud and, and temperature forecasts along the eastern seaboard a real challenge the last few days. Uh, and it's just been it's just been an interesting week, you know, in terms it, of the weather. It has. And that same system, Dean, it's actually that same system that's sort of, if you will, unwinding itself slowly. Right. Because we've got this sort of blocking pattern in the atmosphere. Things are not moving along very fast at all. That's why the heat persisted for several days. That upper low along the Atlantic seaboard, as you said, persisted for days on end. And we had that chilly, uh, wet, damp, unsettled weather pattern with the coastal concerns at a couple of homes, unfortunately, um, collapse into the water. And, uh, on the outer in banks, North Carolina, right? on the right. outer banks there in Dare County. And that's the kind of thing that you're going to have happen with uh, with a persistent northeast wind like that. And it's that same system, Dean, that's going to be spreading some more moisture across parts of the Carolinas and eventually slowly dragging it north through the weekend. So an unsettled time on the way. Yeah. across parts of the Ohio Valley and the East still as we head through the weekend. Which is going to be hard to take, John, because the middle of this week was absolutely pristine <laughs> and spectacular. I mean, we almost got to 80 and State College here in our, our great home. And it was, uh, you know, I, I it, it, and it was a it was a blazing heat as we're already into the second week of solar, solar summer here. So it's uh, uh, it's going to be hard to take for those people who were and we need to get out of this pattern, John, in some places in terms of getting i've already had a lot of complaints about good weather during the week and then bad weather on the weekend so yeah i know we're gonna have to see what we can do about that my right. daughter my young daughter uh is a little bit uh, uh older than two now she uh loves going outside so she was not a fan of that unsettled weather no. uh last week but this week obviously has been uh been very pleasant i also want to mention though as you said dean the very serious situation across the southwest yeah, let's go there and- because that heat and the dryness just is not going to go away i mean Really hot this weekend in over Texas. Um, some relief uh, in the middle of the country, like St. Louis, gets some showers and thunderstorms, cooler temperatures. But um, the 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 words on our weekend outlook on AccuWeather.com maps that you might see very warm and dry all the way through the Intermountain West, and Los Angeles is right on the edge of that again. It, it is, and that pattern uh, with the uh, the majority of the precipitation, the majority of the needed rainfall missing California and surrounding states well to the north with the jet directed into the Pacific Northwest, as is a very typical La Nina situation that we've been talking about for several months. That during the wet season just did not deliver the needed rain and mountain snow that is so desperately needed as this drought gets worse and worse. And what we're seeing here is it's interesting, Dean, across the time period from January through April, was the record driest in California wow. since 1895. Wow. That's, a, uh, that's an, um, a, a, an astounding statistic, and it just shows how serious and how much that drought is being accelerated by the short-term dryness. And although there were a few storms in both December and April, hardly anything in between and that has set the, the conditions to be so dry there that even a little bit of extra wind, yes, uh, as was the case on Wednesday, Dean, with wind gusts maybe 25, 30 miles per hour in the higher elevations near right. where that wildfire occurred. Right. With the dry conditions uh, and, the, and the dry fuels, just a little bit of wind with one of those troughs was enough to cause a fire that, as you said, started very small, but then rapidly grew and and. Uh, consumed 20 or more homes Laguna in a matter of an hour area, or yeah. a half. 
Yeah. yeah, Laguna Niguel, and I know a, a, a bunch of folks from there. That's a big volleyball community, and have some mm. friends there. And it's, uh, uh, yeah, devastating, and and it's no relief in sight. And and that heat dome just expands as we go into early next week, and that heat comes back even eastward again, mm-hmm. back uh, towards Texas. And so, uh, yeah, this is going to continue as you go beyond the weekend, John. After that kind of uh, cruddiness again kind of gets out of the system, it, it may take a while. There's actually a little cool down for the uh, Great Lakes folks who had been so hot. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking at maybe getting back in the 60s, places like Chicago and Detroit early next week. Uh, I think the warmth kind of builds in a little bit and kind of kind of sticks around in the east for a little bit. So I don't think it's going to go away as much. It won't be as, as hot as it was in some inland areas, but I, I, it's not a, it's not an immediate chill down for the folks in the East. So that's good news, I guess. Right. Yep. I think so. And it looks like there can be uh, uh, some opportunities for uh, repeated rounds of wet weather setting up uh, in the middle and end of next week across parts of the Ohio Valley. And then, as you said, Dean, that heat looks like it's going to try to expand once again from the central part of the country back toward the East. Meanwhile, at the same time, remaining very dry across the Southwest. And unfortunately, looks like another one of those uh, dips in the jet stream will not bring much in the way of moisture to the Mm. West, but may increase the winds once again toward about next Thursday or Friday. So uh, it looks like another uh, situation where the wildfire risk may go up once again. And I want to let all of our listeners know we've just uh, published the AccuWeather wildfire uh, season forecast, the 2022 season forecast that's on our website. We've been talking to a lot of reporters about that this week, and the news, unfortunately, not good. Another very mm. active season expected in, in that regard, uh, and that dryness setting us up, that long-term drought setting us up for those serious conditions. We're predicting a, another very significant year across the uh, Western United States, both from a fire perspective and also impact from smoke, which has a, a concern from both, uh, obviously, a health perspective, People who have, especially people who have asthma and other respiratory conditions, that smoke can get transported a long way away from fires and also can create property damage. Uh, Dean, sometimes there's a lot of uh, insurance claims from the home and business insurance claims due to property damage from wildfire smoke far away from where the fires occur. John, I know uh, you and our team and everybody at AccuWeather working hard and with all this volatility in the weather, another good reason to get onto your app right now and sign up for Premium Plus so you can get initially these uh these severe weather alerts uh, onto your device as quickly as possible john thanks so much for all you do and we'll talk to you soon here on everything under the sun good to be with you dean thanks friends one other thing we didn't mention there with john is the impending lunar eclipse a full lunar eclipse over north america and the united states that is coming sunday night into monday morning as we drop this podcast early Friday, it looks like the best viewing conditions of that are going to be along the southeast coast from, say, New Orleans over across in through Florida and then up along the coast into the Carolinas. Northeast, folks, you're going to have a really poor time in trying to see the eclipse because of the clouds and the showers. Better conditions, in fact, some amazing conditions in the northern plains, central plains, just west of Chicago. Chicago may be on the line of having some clouds interfering. And then in the southwestern part of the country, all of California and Arizona and parts of Nevada will have an amazing view of this total lunar eclipse. The first of two, actually, 
this year. And we will talk about astronomy with Brian Leda coming up in a future episode. For Brad and Matt and for John and for our executive producing team that includes Ken Prell and Andrew Robb, I'm Dean DeVore. Thanks for being with us. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week with Episode 12 of our Spring Series. This is Everything Under the Sun from AccuWeather.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review Everything Under the Sun on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And of course, if you have an idea for a future podcast, just email us at AccuWeather.podcast at AccuWeather.com. 